on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, my greatest American hero, Derek McGough! Wow, I love it when it goes to static like that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's like the the applause. It's the outer limits, right? Or some, like, you know hospital patient on the last of his water out of the sippy cup. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. We are podcasting on December 17th, 2008, Wednesday night at Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104, Santa Clara, California. Just weeks. Well, two days for a couple of us, and apparently Rick... let me finish. Weeks... From the Rose Bowl coming in January. Oh, I thought so. you said oh, vacation. God. Oh, okay. uh, who, do no, we care I, about the Rose Bowl? I just, all I, we care about is the vacation. There's a vacation. Two days off for two of us, and apparently Rick Brechneider starts tomorrow. Okay? I'm on it. And I yeah. want to uh, shout out to my brother who was born on December 17th, and he's only two years old today. Okay. So. Oh, one of our listeners, I think, may be birthday. Uh, so uh, yeah, happy birthday, so. Pam Trimberger. Way late. But, uh, and then tomorrow's the Trimberger? Yeah. Okay. Don't. So, uh, of course, to my left is my announcer. I wasn't going to say anything. I think it's amazing that he stopped. I was just, I was just, I no, thought I might have knew the I person. That's all. Because no. I know a Pam Treeburger. That's all. Okay, that great. was well, all I was okay. checking. What's anyway, your uh, name? This is uh, Lon Treeburger. <laughs> say your name. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. And uh, you may have noticed there there was a little extra laughter that no one's heard in a long, long time. Because I think you you've been here on once. once. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we have a special guest, and uh, that it would be introduce yourself, Don't Doug Garrett uh, from Garrett's Games of Geekiness. An- awesome. Another podcast. Another podcast. Woo-hoo. I'd say sister podcast, but I feel uncomfortable when it's all men. Brother podcast. Yeah, hey, uh, brother. Hey, brother. Bro. And, of course, uh, although we already name-checked him, let's go back to our moral compass, sound engineer, and roving reporter. Rick Brett Snyder. Mm-mm. Roving reporter, huh? Well, tomorrow you're going to rove. I'm going to rove. Because you're on vacation. Going up <laughs> <Sure>. north. <laughs> going up to San Francisco to see the spirit. Yeah. So Good luck. You guys yeah. have been talking me down on that one. <laughs> Oh come on! Hey, you want to go see a big pile? No, yeah, it's a hey, it's a father son bonding trip. Isn't Rick it? will drive eighty miles are to you, see that. Are you not taking young? I am taking Shang Chi along yes. with me. Yes, excellent. Uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's nice. It's we like nice. that. Okay, when so you go see a crappy movie with your son. You remember it forever. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> when my dad took me to see the Big Bus, I will always remember it because he yelled at me. Wow, uh, Big yeah, Bus. But, what? Oh, was that like a talkie? It was a talkie. It was a talkie. It was It was just ten minutes of a big bus. It was. Moving it was the era the of disaster films. It was a parody film of. It was. The, it was before Airplane. It was a parody of disaster films with Joseph Bologna. I've never even heard of it. Wow, yeah. Yeah. that double decker bus. The double decker bus really fast. Or and it, went, it, yeah, it was the and inaugural it was, voyage. It was, it was coming down the like mountain speed? and the brakes went. Yeah, up. There yeah. Go. I remember that one. It was, okay, but it was a double yeah. decker tourist bus, and they had like a lounge and oh, yeah. Keanu, yeah. like all first class. I remember seeing. No, Joseph Bologna. 
was the uh, Joey Joe Bologna. Joe Bologna, Joe Bologna was the uh, was the uh, the driver, and he had a, a co-driver who was an alcoholic named Shoulders. You know, that's a movie that's a, that's a movie that's in dire need of being remade he was, on it, on Blu-ray. I knew that on Blu-ray. Oh, isn't everything? I get yes. I get these weekly things from Warner and Paramount. Like, what's what's coming new on Blu-ray? And it's the you know, like the truth about cats and dogs movies that I don't need to see. Yeah, right, right. Nothing. I've I never do. seen the hair like that before. I, I, I must yeah. say, I do have our first uh, uh, Blu-ray player in my trunk right now. Oh, really? So I'm going. Blu-ray. Merry yes. Christmas. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas to me. Oh, to you. Nice. <laughs> well, you know. On a teacher's salary? How are you doing that? Shh. Okay, sorry. Anyway, before we get to some comics news, I, I think there's going to be a lot of kvetching about Marvel. Uh, <laughs> some movie news, uh, some television, and of course we've got Doug here. We're going to be talking about games for Woo-hoo. fanboys later on tonight, but we do have mail. Mail. Actually, it's oh, a wow. list in an envelope. Hold on, hold on. Before you get past the envelope, it looks like it was, it's a festively colored it's envelope. It's not an email. You actually got no, it's an hand-delivered actual, mail. It's a hand-delivered uh, piece of mail with the Fanboy Planet. A, wow. The, 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 the Planet logo in the four corners. Do the Fanboy Planet podcast. It is legal-sized. Every line on it that is. is a different color. Yes. Oh, dear. Wow. Handwritten. Look at handwritten that. Wow. with purple pen. No, blue pen. Dear There's Fanboy Planet, just letting you know that I'm still alive and listening to the podcast. So I'm actually reading something that Rick may or may not have recommended, and I believe you did, which was Soon I Will Be Invincible. Yes. And it's very entertaining. Since I've liked most of what you guys have recommended, I was wondering if you had have any suggestions on which Thor books I should get. I've already read a trade, Thor Volume 1 by J.M. Straczynski, but now I'm kind of lost. Please help. Best Stephanie Rodriguez. Ooh, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? Okay, wait. Do you want the PS now or you want to after? Oh, let's do you? the PS now. I have some treats for you just in time for the holidays. Mm-hmm. There's one for Derek, one for Rick, one for Lon, and one for anyone else who believes that I'm a real person. Enjoy. That's because Michael Goodson, despite having met her on more than one occasion, doesn't believe that she's d- real. Doesn't have any idea who she is. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> I believe in Stephanie. All right, so you uh, get you yeah. get the gift. Oh, excellent, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> see, it pays to show up. Yeah, every hey, now and then. all right, good. So go, Lon. Tell us. Well, I mean, Thor is pretty simple, isn't it? I mean, if you talk Thor, if you're you know a fanboy from the last I don't know twenty years, who do you think? Walt Simonson. Walt Simonson, right? right? And they've just recently, I don't know, recently, but in the last few years, put all his classic stuff in trades. Is that under, like, the Marvel Visionaries line? Was that what it is? Visionaries, maybe. Okay, yeah, Walt Visionaries, Simonson's Walt Thor. Simonson. So what I told Stephanie was she actually started with what I think for someone who's just getting into Thor is probably the best thing, mm-hmm. which is Straczynski's run. It's a, it's a oh, great... Oh, I, I didn't read Straczynski's... That, Straczynski, though, is the current Thor, right? Is the current right. Thor, yeah. I'm talking this, I mean... No, the, I understand. You're, right. you're, you We're would, talking if you wanted to love... What the current Thor, Thor is. is actually a little troublesome because you have to understand that this is coming out of a crisis that occurred in, in years which, ago. Which, in, in the fact, Marvel I line. don't think that that uh, storyline that uh, what's his name, the guy that's the artist, uh, Michael Avon Imming, wrote the storyline in which Ragnarok actually happened right. and essentially killed Thor right. and all the gods of Asgard. So. Um, I don't think that's been collected, so it's no. kind of weird. You're right, but I, mean, I just but think as, as much as I enjoy the Straczynski line, okay, maybe it's, it's hard for it's me from as an insider an, it's to from somebody out. who's followed the line, and here they come back, but there's all this repercussions, and Odin's still dead, and Loki's now a woman. Well, if you've never seen Loki before, that's lost on you. And so we would go. The, let's the go back Balder to line. let's go back to the Frog Thor then. The Frog Thor run of Frog uh, Thor is. 
it, the Frog Thor was only a couple issues. And Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, it's only a couple, yeah. but it's but still I mean, here's the Frog the, of Thunder is awesome. The great thing about <laughs> Simonson's run was... Doug has no idea. You, <laughs> sir, are in for a treat. You need oh, to go boy. back and read these. They're great. Well, I, here's the thing. I didn't really collect Thor when he first came out, but when I first started collecting as a kid, most of the Thor books, I don't know if it was Bishima or whoever used to do it, it was, it, was both, it was basically the secret identity of Don Donald Blake. Blake. He would be the mm-hmm. doctor, and then there'd be some you know big crisis that would happen in the city. And They're all New York-based. Right, so mm-hmm. he'd have to clock, you know, clack he'd his... He'd have to uh, fight different things. That came out of Nor- a lot of them came out of Norse mythology or, or Right, but he, it would basically be the duality kind of story mm-hmm. of, you know, here's a doctor, he turns into his alter ego, all, uh, all the other Marvel yeah. characters back then turn back, and he'd go back to his normal life. Whereas, like, Simonson took it back to Asgard and made it kind of a cosmic thing. And there was stuff before that, but I mean, popularized the cosmic kind of Asgardian aspect of Thor. And kind of I think certainly got back to it. Got others back had, to others it. Yeah, had yeah. played yeah. with it, but I think well, he really did it the best. I, I wish I could speak definitively to this, but I suspect that there's a Marvel Masterworks that collects the Kirby The, the original runs. Kirby stuff, which and is unveiling I that say, mythology. I would say yes. you read that first. Yeah, yeah and, maybe, and maybe read the first, what, the... F- uh, first uh, six of the Avengers, which is also Marvel Masterworks, yeah. the Avengers, because that's Loki is what brought them together, and, and that's again, definitely what's going to be used in the film. As fun, far as I'm concerned, fun comics, really easy, mm-hmm. very approachable. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have anything other than a comic in front of you to enjoy it and understand it. Yeah. So, so. should I? Should we uh, un- uh, unwrap what uh, Stephanie offered right now? Sure. Same time though. Wow. Same time. Okay. So long. How come mine's yellow? Don't, if you have to ask, dude, you are the yellow. Uh, I don't understand what that means. Mr. Pink. And th- there we go. So ready? Anyone else who believes in me. Yes. Ready? Wow. Open One, up. two, three. Unfold, unfold. Unfolding. And what do we and get? Oh. 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 They're little Jewish song. candy nice. coins. Little fanboy planet Santa Christmas, Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Are, these shrink- nice. are these shrinky dinks? I think. But uh, they didn't shrink. They didn't shrink. So, uh, That's pretty funny. I mean, cool. I mean, that's, that's very nice, cool Stephanie. That's awesome. cool. That's very nice. That's awesome. That's going on the tree, right next to the uh, Tardis. Uh, she actually made me a Tardis ornament last year. Very Sweet. nice. Sweet. For the benefit of the court, please explain Spain. Tardis. <laughs> Time and relative dimensions in space. Next, that's it is the vehicle it. with which uh, Doctor the Doctor Who, on the show that. Doctor Who. Uh, you mean the phone booth? The phone booth. Yeah. Can you just say the phone booth? No, it's a Tardis. It is a Tardis. I. You know what? So. You're a TARDIS. Although my <laughs> wife saw that and said, um, who thinks you belong in jail? Because it says police call box on the top. You know, so she's like, mm, who thinks you should be arrested? One of my students. There you go. <laughs> mm. Don't take well, that out of Well, thanks, Stephanie. Thanks for the question and the ornaments. <laughs> and the ornament. Uh, so, awesome. Let's talk about comics then, shall we? Let's. Let's. Okay. Uh, up top, I have to give a shout out that, of course, today... Uh, the revival of this the is not a shout out. This is a brag. This is a blatant brag. brag. I have to. Wouldn't it be wrong of me Shameless not to acknowledge? I said nothing about it being right or wrong. Oh, <laughs> you are my moral compass. I do. I do not do this without. If you what don't, what are me, we? If no, we are not shills, go brag. for it. Brag. The first issue of Greatest American Hero Yay. hit the stands today well uh, from Arcana Comics Hooray. and Catastrophic Comics, and there in the credits, go written by Derek McCaw. You and they spelled the name right too. They did. I'm very written thrilled. Written by just Derek McCaw? No, that? no. I said oh. co-written. Oh, I co-written by William Cat, uh, Chris Foligno, and Sean O'Reilly. And I've already seen you um, 
for a fam. Signed I did a actually sign for issue a, a copy earlier this evening because yeah. I'm, I'm here. I mean, what the hell? They've got pens. So, you know, I'll <laughs> I'm, it's not like I'm desperate by the door. Want to buy my comic? I've got a pen outside. Well, it is sold out. TV tray beside the cash register. It is sold out. Here? It is sold out. That is great. Well, hopefully. But they only ordered five copies. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hopefully. Kidding. I, I, I think they either. ordered ten. Okay. I mean, which in this economy, that's that's a big risk, actually, even, even if it's a revival of a show, which I think should lead us to. I got exactly. a copy with the variant cover on it. <clears throat> yeah. Which one was that? <laughs> the black cover with the red oh. logo. On I'm going to admit I I'm a little perplexed because uh, it's the only cover I knew of. So um, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe there's slightly different shades of black. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, really I, black. I know that Art Adams is working on a cover for it, and so I, I'm going to say oh, that cool. would be for the second issue. So that'd we'll, be we'll awesome. Uh, I don't know if that's if that's necessarily come through or finished because apparently he's. Very very busy, but um, he could draw. He at least really at one. Well. He at least at one point said he was interested. Um, although he maybe maybe he's working on Mythology Wars. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I don't uh, Mythology Wars would be later book for Catastrophic Comics, and so I know, you guys are just cranking out the books. This well, year, huh? well, I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be to trade. I mean, our, thanks to Arcana, we're, we're going to be able to do Great American Hero as a monthly or or bi monthly book. But uh, I think really with the economy right now. I think that our third title, Mythology Wars, is going to be a trade paperback. Not a bad just thing. Just to do a graphic novel. A lot of independents are going that way, and the reality yeah. is with this economic downturn, we know stores are closing. We know it's harder to decide, and so you might as well. Can you mention economic downturn one more time in the next sentence? Do you want me to? Yeah. I think if we keep saying that over and over again, it'll... Somebody will donate money to yeah. us? <laughs> I think the economic downturn is a bummer. There, Total I, bummer. I did actually. it. So. That was very insightful, Lon. Oh, I there just, we go. That's a that's a shout out to last week's letter. Good, Lon had an insight. Christmas came early, so uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is is uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, thank yes. you. Yeah, we'll 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 see how it goes. I hope that it goes well. And reaction so far has been all right. So not that I've had a chance to get much reaction. Honestly. I think your next book published should be called Economic Downturn <laughs> Wars. Or- if you would just. <laughs> If you would just like to cut all this out, that's fine by me, Rick. Thanks. Just say, this new book, Greatest American Hero. Great. Thanks. Good. And we go on to, I was going to say, but this is, since we're adapting a television series, you picked up that that some of your favorite comics from childhood oh, yeah. are being reprinted by Hermes Press. I've never Hermes heard of this Press. one. I had never heard of them before Hermes? either. Hermes. But uh, Gold Key Comics uh, lines from, man, great the old. The 30s? Yeah, exactly. The 30s. <laughs> Oh. You know, back in, when Plato wrote the first series for Time Tunnel. I, I meant 1930s. I Homer, 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 no, Homer wrote Land of the Giants. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Erwin yeah. Allen only hired the best. <laughs> he, he was good. Now, but, but these were sh- the Gold Key comics, and they'd come out, uh, you know, whenever. You, you'd always, well, that's you'd true. To, it is a kind of a whenever thing. You'd go to the spinner rack, and there were always two or three TV-based comics. Wait, wait. Were Gold Key the ones you'd get at, like... The Walgreens and the three packs. Or yes, something? if Walgreens existed back when they were being made, that's where you would got. Okay. You, you would have gotten them at Thrifty. No, I think you, well, you would have gotten them. You would have yeah. got them at Walgreens. Payless, Thrifty, and Payless, and Safeway, or wherever they had a spin. T G and Y. Did they yeah. do Disney ones? Docs too? Yes. Pharmacy. Okay. Gold Key essentially had it was was also Whitman published was really Whitman I think publishing. I have some yeah. old Gold Keys where it's like Bella Lugosi horror. Story yeah, they had and they, they'd have a photo of Bella Lugosi on, on the, the cover, cover and, and then you'd be poorly. They drawn had the license to whatever, but they had almost all the cartoon characters. They did, they did the first guys? Star Trek uh, comic, yes, for years, which was reprinted by Checker Press. That's why I'm surprised by yeah. this Hermes because I thought that this Checker Press was was 
going through the gold key stuff. Yeah, but this this it looks like it's going to be really class. It's going to be hardcover and the whole oh, run. Nice. So like the first, they're like fifty dollar a piece uh, editions. So it's like all of the um, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, all of the Land of the Giants, and I think it's two volumes of Time Travel. Just in time for that economic downturn. Yeah, exactly. There were, there were exactly. Two, now, look, now you guys are the ones pushing it, okay? <laughs> I teach at a private school. We're concerned about these things. Yes. Uh, time Tunnel had two volumes? I think worth? that's what it said. I time mean, Tunnel? Time Tunnel. The shortest of all those no, two seasons. Two seasons? That's How long it. did uh, Voice Thought and Uh Three or four. Okay. And a movie. Uh, I may be remembering it incorrectly. Did but they ever it, make it to the bottom of the sea, or was it always like every no, week? No, they never quite They made bounced. It. They came back. They had to keep oh. going back for more baking soda to go down. And, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I think I think really I don't understand that reference. That was that was one of those shows that the, the original movie was yeah. called Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, like made in the late fifties or early sixties, and that was about the sky catching fire, and they were they were safe in the submarine, and so that really was that's what the plot of the movie was, and then to you know they it was just a continuing adventure, they so they the kept forward. the name, even though. They were always at the bottom of the sea. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like one of those things like Gilligan's Island where they're <laughs> always trying to get It was a three-hour tour. Almost and, made uh, it this no, week. No, no. Erwin Allen, the guy who created that, was just this master of these weird little high concepts. Yeah. Like that Land of the Giants, a futuristic and such base ter- plane goes terrific through a gadgets, war- Terrific gadgets. Terrific gadgets. Space like warp. And the the uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, Sea View. Was, was wonderful in it, in its own concept with the big dome in the front, the big uh, glass, mm-hmm. and then it had the little mini flying sub that would pop out of the bottom and skim the surface of the ocean, and then take off and fly. Take yourself toys. Oh, no, wait, stuff. was this the um, the Lloyd Bridges TV show yes, it back was. in the day? David Hedison and uh, Lloyd Bridges. No, it wasn't Lloyd Bridges. He oh. was on Sea Hunt. Uh, oh, it was. David Hedison was the... And Richard Basehart. Richard Basehart. Right. Yes. Two people I don't know. Uh, David Hedison was Felix Leiter in a couple of James Bond movies. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe. That guy. And no. He, and he played the fly. Uh-uh. The original no. fly. Yeah. Yeah, you mean from the 30s? The 50s. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was Something born that in the 70s. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, raised in a box, and occasionally, which they occasionally opened to beat you. I understand. Yes. Hey, it was a privilege <laughs> time. Shout out to Mrs. Lopez. Anyway, looking hey, forward to it. She makes good ribs. Anyway, um, yeah, so you're looking forward to that. I, 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 don't I would like to see them also do the uh, Space Family Robinson, which was the, the comic that led into Lost in Space. Sort of, yeah. <coughs> and which they called Space Family Robinson, then they called it Lost in Space. Yeah. Right, it was the comic that came first, though. I know it did. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and but but easy. Irwin easy. Allen didn't I remember. Derek knows everything. No, Irwin Allen just uh, kind of like saw the title and they did their own little spin on that idea. Well, they kept and, the name of the family and they kept the name of the family because it was Swiss Family Robinson. That was clever. Yeah, sure. So yeah. wait, in the in the continuity, the Swiss Family Robinson found a spaceship and then went in space. Uh, no, no, but it was a family <laughs> called the Robinsons. They had two twins. Tim and Tim. Oh, so they weren't, those aren't connected. Swiss Family Robinson and Space Family Robinson aren't connected. No, the concept got reused. It was just a gold key concept to go Space Family Robinson and be clever. I thought it was like a sequel, you know, to the first one or whatever. No, right, like Pinocchio in space. Well, you know how they've done stupider ideas. They have, and they will Mm -hmm. again and again. We may be talking about some later. Speaking of, how about this? Uh, yeah, let's let's rip on Marvel a little bit. Marvel Noir, you read this? It's a new event that Marvel's got out. Is that anything like Drakkar Noir? I don't mm, know. Not really. Okay. Has that worked for you? No, I was. Uh, that was like the eighties. I was only like twelve back then. Oh, so. yeah. You had not reached your fullness then. 
We didn't, you know, uh, you know, in middle school, you don't really need the. Well, maybe, maybe you need the, <laughs> the Dracar Noir. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you are the only one I think at this table who has read this new noir. So uh, they suck. They suck. what's the concept? Give us the, just the overall to see if just the concept would excite. I think us. The concept is get four bucks an issue out of me for these things, and I'm and it works. Yikes. Yeah. So it worked at least twenty two issues of store of store twenty two episode pages. Pardon me, pages. 22 pages, 22 pages for four of beer bucks? on the wall. 24, 24 pages for four bucks and a three-page prose story that was probably one of the lamest prose stories ever, mm. um, which ties back into the story in kind of the same way that the Pirates ties back into Watchmen because Curse of in, the Black. in the story... Tales of Black Freighter. You see, the whole thing, it's... Uh, Pirates was a X-Men noir was, starts off with a m- murder down by the... Down by the beach. So it's kind of an alternate universe thing, or yeah, it's is it? definitely okay. an alternate universe. Okay. And it's uh, I mean, there are dirigibles in the sky, and you have this the shortcut to it's an alternate alternate universe. Yeah, dirigibles. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it's true. They, th- well. they throw that in. <laughs> what yeah. the heck are dirigibles? Gas- Zeppelins. Yeah. Oh, Blimps. Okay. Yeah, in the sky. I thought that was what Ruffles had. Yeah. Ruffles have dirigibles. dirigibles. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sure. so you have cops investigating this murder, and they yeah, turn made me hungry. They turn the body over, and it's Jean Grey, right? But she's got an X tattoo. She's on dead. Her. She's wrapped, dead. In wrapped in plastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh no. But most of the most of the story is about it's it's a noir cop story where they're talking about these deviant uh, mutant types that are underground and being and led by this like Xavier, this Xavier guy that they've already got yeah. in jail, and it it is so unnecessary to take the X-Men into yet another alternate universe. Especially, was it not the same week that Ghost Boxes number two, which is only 16 pages of story for right. $3.99. Two issues. Two issues each. And, uh, and again, another, like, let's take the X-Men through. In each one of them, they have three different stories that are alternate universes where the Ghost Box from the current line of of astonishing X Men, they show what could have happened if they hadn't stopped. It. Now, at least one of those alternate universes is indeed populated by dirigibles, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I think that was. So, what yeah. the heck I think is Ghost Box. I think we're developing a Ghost new Box theory was, uh, about about Elseworlds. We don't have to go too far into this. It was just a, a mechanism that some threat in Astonishing was trying to activate, and they oh, were able to stop okay. it. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, but again, it's uh, that if you haven't if you haven't picked if you like the X Men and you haven't picked those two issues up, you can skip them. You can totally and you skip can skip X Men Noir. And then this week was Spider Man Noir, Noir, and I just flipped through that one and saw nothing in it. That Is was, there a Thor Noir? I don't know. Which is fun to I say. Know. They had a list of them. Um, I saw a list of, of maybe it looked like maybe twenty or Avengers Noir, twenty five titles. Yeah, I'm I'm not Mighty Avengers Noir, New Avengers Noir, not going for it. New Noir, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think this is our PSA. Avoid the noir. Wait, so just real Save fast. Save your money, kids. Noir is basically what? Just crime drama, detective right. story? Noir, right. noir means dark. So it's it's yeah. stories in which the, a lot of the action takes place at Isn't night. Isn't the Marvel Usually, Universe dark enough as it is? These take them darker and they take well, them more. The so-called hard-boiled. I mean, it's definitely trying to emulate the films of the 40s again before did, you were born. Didn't Frank Dashiell Miller Hammett, already yeah. do all that with Sin City and everything else? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That is essentially what's. Sin City is is a rebirth of the noir. Definitely. Absolutely. So Marvel's just run out of ideas? Is that what it is? The house of ideas. They've apparently run out of money. They need us to, so we give them much more of it. Don't they have Dark Rain coming out next? 
they do. How do they get darker than dark rain? Which does remind me, I'm sorry I didn't print it out, but I got a, a, a an almost unrepeatable uh, letter from Rob Cordaway who uh, got dark rain and was very upset by it. Really? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Is that out already? Uh, the Last first week. issue had the, like a special that set up the thing of dark rain. You know, when I read it, I wasn't as uh, I wasn't as appalled as I thought I was going to be. Because the characters that Norman Osborn has pulled together there mm-hmm. are not necessarily, you know, he's kind of pulled them together, not necessarily on his bandwagon yet. Well, I, I, why would you? I mean, why would Loki team up with Doctor Doom? Again, it's yeah. always weird to have the supervillains when they all want to take over the world. They all know the other one wants to take over the yeah. world. Why would they team up? Can I it's ask you almost a, as bad as Doctor Doom and Magneto crying at the World Trade Center. Can I ask you a writing question yeah. real fast? <laughs> that happened. That's bad. Since yeah. you are a published comic writer. Thank you. Um, isn't there a point in comic writing where you have to kind of show the the silver lining or at least what everybody's fighting for and show, like, the happy day, the happy end? Like, all these comics are just, you know, the destruction of this and the downfall of this and the deconstruction. There's no, there's nothing to win anymore. You know what I mean? Like... There are a lot of stories like that. that are but, I, but I mean, like in Marvel comics, I think been like Marvel that for has been very unrelenting. Which is, yeah, what, it, over at DC, they've got the. Did anybody read Final Crisis last week? Yeah, with the complete re, uh, redevelopment, redefinition of of the new gods. No, I didn't. Well, they're all dead. Negatory goes well, okay, right. well, they're yeah. all they're all dead, except for Darkseid, who is actually now extended his consciousness to every living thing on Earth. Right. So and that's really, not easy to do. No, except for the few superheroes and that are standing trying. up against him. Yeah, I know you have. Uh, that are standing up against him. And, and the hope, I would say, is you know by, by the end of Final Crisis, there will be the heroes will come back roaring, and, and let's have one of those softball <laughs> games. Justice League and Justice Society play a game of, of softball. Uh, to celebrate. To celebrate end. or something, you know? Something, because it is like, I read that and went, yeah, okay, so everyone is now evil. They have no mind of their own. Darkseid killed all of his sidekicks. Yeah. Absorbed all their life force. Um, <coughs> can I go watch Care Bears now? You know? <laughs> like, although they're kind of I creepy. got a comic for you. What do you Voyage got? to the bottom of the sea. Voyage to the bottom of the sea? <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. un- there you go. There, that's, where is there anything darker than the bottom of the sea? Oh, come I mean, on. Come on. <laughs> well, there are lantern fish. They actually develop yeah. their own light. It's, uh, it's yeah. true. No, but I just mean it's so like... They, they it's... can attract prey and kill them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's true. I like for... <laughs> I don't know. Just... Hey, you're right. We're leading in for Christmas. They've got... Uh, they've, what is Marvel calling it with all their villains? It's... I guess it's just Dark Rain, but, you know, yeah. DC has the Day Evil ones. So there's going to be all these specials about about their villains, and then Marvel's going to have a whole bunch of specials about their villains. But wait, didn't Marvel Yay. already do this, like, 15 years ago, like, way better? Remember uh, Acts of Vengeance? Remember that crossover? No, I had to really stop reading a lot of Marvel at that point. That was the point where all the superhero, like, all the villains came together and said, you know, like, Dr. Octopus was like, you know, I can't beat Spider-Man. But, you know, maybe, you know, because he's my arch Maybe villain. I could beat Daredevil. Right. So they switched, uh, you know. Oh, they switched arch enemies, yeah. And then they all I do got remember together that. I'm sorry, and I had do a big remember. fight. That's like in the Venture Brothers. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe. I'm just saying, though. It's like. At hey, least, three months away from the DVD of season three of that. I'm looking forward. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's like, give us, give us something new or just, I mean. Or you, stop publishing. Just reprint the yeah, best of your old stuff. Exactly. I mean, why are we telling, you know, our, our readers. Hey, you want the best store, uh, Thor book? 
go back to the ones that were published 20 years <laughs> yeah. ago. You know well, I mean? that's like, not quite fair because the ones that she's hooked on are the current line. So, I mean, she's read the not read that she's enjoyed, hooked on. She just got introduced. She read and enjoyed the, the current the, line. The first and there, there are there are some sparks of goodness. Which I would recommend. The, the badness is where they have to do these crossovers, and the crossovers always have to be I have crossover world ending, fatigue. World ending and devastating and emotionally <laughs> retching and, yeah, it's just awful. Yeah. And how come we never see any hero just go, you know what? That's it. I quit. Forget it. I'm walking away. I mean, yeah, we see like Spider Man throw it up and then he will, goes back. Will, will but- this be a, a spoiler? Say that DC did that and it was a great book, when that, a great ending to a series when that was exactly what happened. Who? What hero? Uh, I don't think Rick's finished it, so I can't. Star- oh. Starman. Starman. Yeah, I haven't finished Starman it. Starman. Thanks. Quits. Oh, sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he quits at the end because he has greater responsibilities, and he says, "So that's it. He he he's got an infant yeah. son." And oh he's, well, that but see, that's kind of a happy thing because he's. It was. The, it was a great yeah. happy ending. What, what about just somebody going? You know what? This just sucks. This sucks being a superhero. I quit. And just he goes and gets a job at Burger Hut or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They have to go. It sucks being a superhero. I'm going to put on armor with penance. With spikes I was thinking going penance. Inside. Although you know how they saw? Have you? Did you read Marvel Apes? Yes. Which now has there is a yes. speedball monkey version in the DC in yes. the Marvel universe now, so uh, so if you if you like your speedball fun and light, what could be better than to make him also a, a monkey? monkey. <laughs> Wait, is that in normal continuity? Yes, it is now. <laughs> it is now. What? <laughs> oh my god! I Actually, you. though, I got to say, I read Marvel Apes and it was a lot better than it, I thought it, it was going to be. Around around the third issue, it, it was. was, uh, it was uh, aside from again, why would you? If, I condemned it do, after the second issue. Do we have? I mean, 30. among humans, are all our names actually bad puns on humanity? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm named after a bird. I so I I don't understand where it's like you go right. to the monkey world and everybody's got so it's Captain Ape America. Yeah. Uh, name what? Name more the sub monkey. They're not trying to make themselves laugh with that. I know, but it's like uh, apex. You know, yeah. so. Anyway, right, let's, let's move talking on. About What's comics? next on the list? How, well, we got to talk about comics. Is Marvel Kings? Get another? Or are we just uh, too yeah. tired? Marvel Kings? No. The com- there let's Kings? comment on Kings. Okay. <laughs> so there is a there's a trailer for this up on MarvelComics.com, uh, and basically it's it's a, another post Secret Invasion. So those, the scrolls are defeated, and so now there's apparently there's a vacuum in the power. Um, power structure of the universe now, and so they've got Vulcan, who is the emperor of is this the Shi'ar. Shi'ar. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Now I'm sort of understanding what you. I'm, I'm, and they've I'm, got. Yes, tell and me more. So you've got um, the Inhumans, who somehow are, I mean, Black Bolt, who was taken by the Skrulls, and he's pissed. And also, oddly enough, looks like Hunter Eight. Uh, Hunter Eight. Hunter Hunter S. Thompson? No, no, no. uh, (laughs) Triple H. What's his real name? Triple H. Hunter Hurst Helmley? That's right. Which isn't really his real name. What's his real name? Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque. Somehow somehow this Black Bolt who's been through this devastating torture. He's been in prison, not being fed well, and he came out. And apparently he's bulked up like a steroids (laughs) uh, junkie and and is pissed. Um, There's a a sidebar where they say, in space... Everyone will hear him scream. Um, yeah. I quit. I give yeah. up. I'm, I'm and it, you know what? It was so much better when the Hulk took him down in the World War Hulk. Oh, that, and was that was awesome. And it turns out that it was just a scroll. 
Um, but the other the other thing is they're bringing the all the cosmic stuff in, so the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this basically like there this this crossovers version of Annihilation now? It's it's, it's bringing, like well, it's still bringing the because, Annihilation players that's, into that, this. That's already been. It's like a separate thing. And like, the X Men. Like, and the X Men just for flavor. Like it's Nova's fault that the Super Scroll made it to Earth for uh, the Secret Invasion. Yeah. No, Nova Nova's fault. Oh, yeah. It's Nova's fault. Um, so it's basically it's everybody who wasn't a player in the secret invasion is now a player in kings it's like it's weird and so little is kings gonna cross with dark rain no 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 it'll be offered dealing with a guy, they say uh, norman the o- they actually say norman osborne controls the earth which i think is a little stretch but and so and then he can't even control off. his son yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you mrs mccaw <laughs> Anyway, uh, so wow. so that's a little threat coming. Uh, so but here's the, the thing, like, and maybe it's just our little jaded thing, but it's like, <laughs> does any of this sound appealing to anybody? Like, actually, uh, this one actually sounds like it might be fun. I like the annihilation stuff. I like the, I like the, I like the X one when they're not on the Earth. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I do like them when they go off and fight with the Shi'ar. And so. I have a question though. Just jumping hey, in sure. as a guy who doesn't hey, Doug, read, guy who doesn't read comics, comics very much. Uh, very. First much. of all, if if you guys are jaded and you guys are the ones who can sit here and pontificate about all the various uh, this, that, and the other thing happening in all the various universes, and you know all that, and I'm sitting here going. I don't even want to get involved in this. Yep. I mean, who? It, isn't that a major problem for these publishers? You just did a problem definition. All right. Yeah. I just I, want to we jump in with some jaded. We've you know, commented on comments. this a lot. There's there's not a lot of jumping on places. Comics. For people. Yeah. Comics are like the your best friend's crazy girlfriend that you wanted her to wanted him to dump. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of she's you know she's hot. She's hot. Oh yeah, she looks attractive, and you're thinking she might be fun. But this is crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it's. I mean, that's really what it sounds like to me. I mean, it's it's sad that you know I I, I was collecting comics heavily in the eighties and I went away from it. And having Rick as a friend means that I you know trades right. here and there. Uh, but I I, I don't are, I don't have any real desire to jump in and buy a say, weekly thing right, because right. of there, this craziness. There are books that are absolutely you know we always go back to like fables. Uh, a lot of things from the Vertigo line, mm-hmm. Walking Dead, Walking Dead. Yeah. that you can jump on to that one book, and it's not going to take you to a bunch of others, sure. and there's some really great reads that way. And I would say that they've done a really nice job with Thor, yeah. uh, with the Straczynski thing. Of That has been very streamlined in itself because they've acknowledged that J. Michael Straczynski has one very specific job, which is to make people like Thor again. <laughs> and so, and the, which he's done quite handily. And yep. if they've wanted to tie Thor into something else, then it becomes a there's a separate series called Secret Invasion Thor. Mm-hmm. Leave any title, any character title with a subtitle of a larger event, leave that alone, and you could probably be okay and jump onto something. Don't buy something with Final Crisis uh, unless you're really into Final Crisis. Maybe Legion of Three Worlds, maybe. Uh, but. But don't buy Secret Invasion Thor, no. buy just Thor. Mm-hmm. Don't buy Secret Invasion Spider-Man, but you might enjoy still reading, jumping onto Amazing Spider-Man. But you know what we're cool, too, that they didn't last was they brought back Brave and the Bold, and that was kind of fun to, to read. It's just still, yeah. it, it still is. is. It's still going. It's still going. Yeah. But then Marvel also brought back, was it Marvel Team-Up or something? Very and, briefly, that didn't work well, because yeah. it, it immediately got bogged down in its own continuity. It was written by Robert Kirkman, and I think Kirkman's work for Marvel, just for some reason... Had none of of the of the joy, the sparkle mm-hmm. that he had with Invincible, 
And the skill that he had with Walking Dead. He couldn't make you care about a Marvel character to save his life. <laughs> there's, some, there's some other hot, hot spots within Marvel, like Iron Fist has been a good, Iron good Fist one. Iron Fist has been great. It yeah, out yeah of but it, yeah, it's been out of the... Because it has its right. own continuity. Captain America, own, certainly Captain the America. Ed Brubaker, we get the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is, say, it just if anybody cares about me, you know, for Christmas, go get me the Captain America omnibus. I want to be able to reread those uh, mm-hmm. in one nice, nice setting. And if As, anybody cares about me, I'd like to read the Iron Fist ones, you know? Okay, so. yeah, sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, the people that we know that care about us don't listen to the podcast. So, uh, Wait, you have people that care about you? No. I'm jealous. Uh, maybe we should go to the next thing on the list. What holiday specials? I want to talk about that because today the DC Universe holiday special came out and, and ho- they always have a Halloween special. Yeah. Marvel Marvel does that too. They have holiday specials. Sometimes when I buy these, I buy these things and, and they go on my list in priority right against everything else and I always end up reading the Christmas one in like February. February. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, and and Lawn wants light, wonderful stories and there's a, here's your jumping on point. And yeah, is this, I mean, is the holiday special really for you guys? I mean, isn't it more for the, the kids, the kids and the, it's the for occasional a, it's fan It's for a like grandma that? to walk into the, yes, there go, walk exactly. into the drugstore. This is a theory that used to work. Yeah. When there were such things, you could walk into the Rexall yeah. And go to the spinner rack and you see the DC holiday special. Oh, there's Superman. Timmy Joey loves will Superman. Like yeah. And and picks that up and, and buys that for her grandkid. I can remember my grandmother used to do that. It would be like and she'd walk into her house after she'd gone out grocery shopping. She'd say, Do you like this story? Well, go, but those were awesome. Doesn't it doesn't it work the same way though it with the Habitual comic buyer walking in and saying, "Hey, I could give this to my kid, or I could give this yeah. to my if you my, can indeed give my, it to your kid, I my nephew, <laughs> or whatever the case might be." Yeah, this I, holiday I just... special has the uh, funeral of Martian Manhunter in it, and uh, okay, so definitely not. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you don't know. Uh, sometimes they do. I mean, I, that's a good good question, Doug. And I go back to there are things that I I don't know. Like I just have been reading the. Um, I'm more likely to pick up like the Franklin Richards son of a son of a genius uh, oh, little trade paperbacks, okay. uh, which is basically the Fantastic Four sure. recast as the cast of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, ooh, and it's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. It, yeah, you, I you, check you that out. Pick that out. Yeah. They okay. still make that, or they, they, they're like quarterly specials. Mm-hmm. So they 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 bank up the stories and they put them out on little little kid sized digest, like like the old Archie digest. Cool. Only they're a lot more expensive. Uh, <laughs> but they're sturdier than an Archie Comics digest would. And so I bought this for my son. The first one's called Lab Brat. And the second one is uh, Collected Chaos. And I think that they were about due for a third for Christmas. And it really is Calvin and Hobbes because he has a little robot, Herbie. Oh, is basically, is Hobbes. basically Hobbes. Yeah. And Franklin Richards is How Calvin. are they not getting sued? Because Bill Watterson doesn't care. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, really considering some of the things that have been done to Calvin and Hobbes that that uh, he, he was unable to sue about, you know, I think. He doesn't care. This does honor by it, though. It really yeah. is. It's really not, is a clever really adaptation. It. Uh, it's, not, it's an homage. It's an homage, you know. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's for the kids. I've also been rereading because I've been giving my daughter the the Scholastic reprints of Bone. And again, wow. my gosh, I started rereading that again. And yep. wow, what a great book that so is. So how was the holiday special? Has anybody looked at it yet? Or I looked through it. It looked like a standard holiday special. I mean, they're not they're not bad books. The, uh, the worst of them end up trying to introduce you to a bunch of new characters you haven't read before. I know there's going to be an awful thing I'm going to say is I'll never get to you now is that every holiday special now from DC has a story by Dan DiDio. Yeah. I remember that he also was editing Teen Titans and Titans, which were messes. So did you read? Let's just say he, he writes about as well as he edits books. So Did you read Ouch. the last issue of Ambush Bug? Yes. With Dan DiDio and Jan. Uh, <laughs> yes. Jan Johnson. 
Dan DiDio part of the source wall <laughs> to, try yeah. to, to try to take him out of the equation. So yeah, inside humor. Hey, Ambush, good. Hey, Ambush Bug is not for the casual reader like oh, Doug no. Garrett. Oh, it's no, not for casuals. But all you out there, but I enjoy Ambush you're Bug, talking about it. You're, yeah. you're, you're smiling right along. We're laughing. Oh lord, it was a Ambush perfect Bug drawing of Dan. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to put him in a comic book, that's exactly the way he should look. It's like a like dissipated Archie character yeah. is really <laughs> they've been doing that. Um, okay, how about some movies? Oh, the Wolverine trailer was made available online this week because I I'm did hoping you see it? I did. I'm hoping that no one actually paid. Well, I posted on Fanboy Planet. Yeah, didn't Again, you go to David Dear Sid still no. just to see the Wolverine trailer? No. <laughs> I so did not want to see that. I borrowed a, a, a film review from England oh to my. run on Fanboy Planet rather than risk any of us having to see it. Although, again, the DVD of Day of the Earth Stood Still, the original, great. I want to recommend there that again. If you I watched it on A&E just the other evening. If you got a sci-fi fan who's into DVD and get the Blu-ray, oh, yeah. on the Blu-ray, okay. you can do your own interactive theremin, theremin score. Ooh, sweet. And I'm really ticked that I misread that, that press release and just, I was like, all right, the DVD's going to happen. No. Gotta get Blu-ray. So now I gotta get Blu-ray. Dang it. There you Dagnabbit. go. Dagnabbit. Or you could just buy a Thurman. Fairman, whatever it's called. I don't know if you can just buy those, can you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah they sell. For how much? Money. They make cheap ones now. I saw and like... now Derek has theremin? another thing that went <laughs> on his Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, you have to... <laughs> you run your yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. there's a lot of rubber bands. <laughs> would, it not, would it not just be cheaper to buy a Blu-ray disc <laughs> player? Well, I Probably. saw one of those recently on like Attack of the Show. They really... They, and they, were, they had an infomercial. Not Someone's mass-producing theremins? Yeah, this is there are wow. they're not called theremins. It's called something else. Don't they, don't they cause brain tumors? That's because essentially you're messing with a huge electrical field and putting know, your head in the now middle. Now it's of all it. just lasers and oh, oh, you don't you don't put your head in the middle of the theremin though. No, well that's how Derek plays it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, get your if you head. want to be fancy, I'm like the Jimmy. Get Andrews your head in the, the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that so was a Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. trailer. Now uh, many of us have watched it. Sorry. Yeah, did Doug? Doug? Did no, sorry, it? no, right. no. Too busy at school. You know, I was impressed by the story. I was too busy at school. I still took time. Oh, ah, what were you impressed by? Well, aside from the fact that they, the the Weapon X facility and the talking to him about losing his bad memories and stuff, everything up to that point was like right out of the the original Wolverine origin story. So I, I thought it would look. It looks like they're going to try and do it right. I liked how though in the trailer they did have to identify Gambit. I know what you're up to, Gambit. Gambit. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. That was the one thing that kind of turned me off about it was. How many mutants are we going to try and stick in this? Because well, so I saw the blob. blob. The blob looked good. Deadpool, Sabretooth. I didn't see Deadpool. Gambit. Well, that was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but I, didn't, I, I just watched it well, once. So I, the swords out. Now, I, I was it, it Iceman? Did you see Iceman in there for a second? No, it's Emma Frost. Emma Frost. Emma Frost? Emma Frost, Emma Frost turns doing the diamond, the diamond form? Oh. They throw in Young Storm. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then... Uh, Will I Am apparently is playing a, a a new mutant. I don't know what he's called. Um, the Asian guy is supposed to be Maverick. Okay. From you know the Weapon X. Well, that's the whole Weapon yeah. X team. So, and Maverick then I think that's all I remember. But then I'm sure there were. He said we're making a team, and there yeah. was that's a bunch the, of that's other the Weapon X yeah. team, Maverick, and, and so really Sabre it is and, Weapon. Uh, you yeah. know, it's not an uh, Emma Frost uh, came from Weapon X. No, she didn't. No, she did not. But Gambit you know what? Came but from you know what? She's popular right now, so they're desperate to wedge her into. Because you got to understand where Fox is coming from is they in a very bad licensing deal. It's sort of like the Swamp Thing deal made years ago for uh, for movies. 
is Fox owns the rights to make all these characters. Marvel really desperately wants to get them back. So Fox is going to make sure they have no mutant left unturned that could possibly be popular <laughs> so that they can claim they've got their version and hold on to that. And, and Frogman? Can they still do it? Oh, he's not a mutant, is he? Okay. Frogman's a Spider-Man villain anyway, the so leaping Sony's frog. got the right to that. Toad is the one you're thinking of. Oh, Toad, who was no, in the no, first No, 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 I was talking the guy who's on Pogo. Yeah, that's right. Oh. That's a Spider-Man villain, so he's not a Sony has that, you know... Uh, but and which you know Marvel would love to get those back too, and they can't. They can't yeah. cross them them over with. Their I haven't large... seen a bishop yet. No, no, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll we'll throw see. Him in. Apparently, the Magneto uh, project just surprisingly is on hold. Uh, they're yeah, going to wait. We all and, want to see. They're that. all going to wait and see what happens with Wolverine uh, with the origins. And I thought Hugh Jackman, who is now hosting this year's Academy Awards, right. I would like to see him do it as Wolverine. It would be just He's hosting the Academy. He Awards. is hosting the Academy. Yeah. Well, first of all, he, he hosted Jack- the Tonys. Yeah, he, he won an a awesome. he won an Emmy for hosting the Tonys. He is yeah. an awesome song and dance man. He would actually be bring back the real old style variety show. Yeah, and he's charming. That guy is charming in interviews and the sexiest man. He is the sexiest man alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so wow, that voice got really scary there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> um, anyway, so. So he's hosting that, but he did give an interview where he said, that "Like, like if this doesn't do well, he's not going to push it." You know, if if the fans say, you know, this is it for Wolverine, he's, he's okay with I that. I read some. I think it was in Playboy. He did an interview in Playboy. He said, "I want to do six more Wolverine films." Or something no, he'd like be that. willing to, but he's saying uh, if, okay. if if this doesn't get a good reception, he's not going to push the issue. Yeah. And say, you know, maybe Wolverine's time is done, <clears> or we blew it, and we're not going to try and do like a requel. They're not going to do a Punisher war. There's not going to be a Wolverine war zone, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, from the trailer, I was, I was pleased and surprised and exceeded my expectations so far. So it looked better than I was led to believe it was going to. I yeah. didn't like uh, Sabretooth running around <coughs> on all fours and bad wire work. That looked kind of cheesy. Hmm. I just thought Liev Schreiber's kind of an odd choice. He doesn't yeah. look like Saberduth to me. He looks yeah, like... Why they kept the short hair? Why wouldn't yeah. you give him longer give him hair? Mane. Especially when Tyler Mane had already been, like, that was a decent... And especially when Sabretooth has never had short hair ever in the comics. Yeah. So... So, yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, I mean, it'll be fun. I hope it's fun, comic-y action, but we'll see. Yeah. That's what happens. All right. Okay. Well, so that's the big upcoming, you know, we're sending Rick to see the spirit tomorrow, so... Next week we'll have, and now we've we've killed his enthusiasm for the project. No, let me let me let me. Re- Let's see, it's gonna it. be San Francisco. No, it's gonna see. be raining. Okay, I'm not and, gonna find you're gonna, parking. You're gonna take Man. Young Shang Chi. Well, I thought you were gonna bard up. Gonna, I was originally oh, gonna bard up, but it's it's, a, that, it's, it's like the, it's a half an hour to walk from the bard station there. It's a half an hour to take public transit from the bard station there. Okay, so forget that one. But let me say, you know, probably the things that that might make up for what is probably um, inept storytelling. Eva Mendez shows her. Eva Mendez, <laughs> yeah, Eva Mendez, Scarlett Johansson, and who's the one of those on studio? Um, Sarah Johansson. Paulson. I don't know. As and then Paz talk. Vega. Uh, pa, who's Paz Vega? The hot Spanish chick. Okay, I don't know. So a lot of hot. She chicks. plays past okay. Plaster of Paris, though, which is weird. All right, a lot of a lot of hot chicks. I know. Well, you know, and the thing is, really, they had an online review about on Any Cool News that ripped into some of the things, was like character names. We were seeing how stupid the character names was, but then I'm going, well, then clearly you've never read the Spirit because yeah, I'll, give, I'll give Frank Miller this. 
he the characters are lifted out. The only thing that I object to and how little I understand about the spirit, I've not read that many stories, is The Octopus. I have a problem with Sam Jackson being yeah. seen as the octopus. Right. It'd have been clever if you just, just had everything hands, from his like viewpoint, the, just yeah. like in the comics. The octopus would be the spirit's arch enemy who has never actually been seen in you see his hands so. in these gloves with three lines in the back. Yeah. Well, it's you know that's the way comics are these days. You know, Spider-Man reveals his identity. We thought we'd never see that. You know, so well, this, this is, is a movie. movie. But I'm just saying, you can't do a movie where the main villain is never seen. Why couldn't you? Why not? <laughs> then how how I, does he I fight him at the end? How about this, Inspector Gadget? Did they do that movie? There's, with a, there's, no there's two. No, Doctor. Uh, the they claw. show the, the claw. The claw. You never see the claw. Oh no! You know what? The first one did. Rupert moded. Rupert. Ever, the Inspector Gadget two kept him hidden. Nobody c- counts that as canon. Really? Okay. No. <laughs> it Sorry. Was, it was such a better movie than the first one. It you was, go to the next fan meeting, Lon. Let us know what they're say, saying Inspector about it. Inspector Gadget two is one of those rare. The On the forums, nobody totally. counts that one. Okay. <laughs> Do you go to the Inspector Gadget? Are you the right age group? Is Inspector Gadget like totally one of those childhood? You no, know, I grew memories? up during then, but I thought it was so stupid back then. I didn't like it. He referenced it a couple times. Oh, recently. I watched it a lot, but I mean, I always thought Amal is stupid. Yeah. You're saying pan- yeah, there was the, the dog and Penny, and because oh, yeah, I just hated right. that Amal. The, the brain, right? Yeah. The dog is brain. Yeah. I just sat there. I was like, why does everybody think this guy is cool? He's obviously an idiot. The dog and the girl should get well because it praise. was attempting yeah. to put Get Smart basically into a weird cartoon universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't care for it. Okay, well that's all right. I'm uh, just saying you can't have a movie where you don't show the villain. I'm sorry. All right, well um, maybe. So you don't fault Miller for that. Fault him for everything else. Okay, I will. I you know as so we've got some Christmas things, but we you know we actually I realize we'll be we are going to try to do a, a podcast before Christmas. Yeah. So we can talk about what? the movies that are opening up over Christmas. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell Lon, was I? Wait, I was supposed to like rub my eyes and wake up in the morning and run down to the podcast. Is that what you're saying? That's it. Exactly. That was pretty much it. We were gonna oh. we'll do a little earlier. Let's uh, see some jammies and socks <laughs> oh, flopping <God>. around. <laughs> Footy pajamas. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you with that me? butt flap, you know, hanging. No, around. I don't want to see that. No, yeah, I don't want to see wrong. it. I just don't think we can avoid it. Anyway, yeah. we do have Doug here. Before we move on to some television wrap up, are you not going to do any more of those movies? Over well, there? I don't know. You know, we got Yes Man opening up this week, which isn't all that. We don't know anything about Jim Carrey. I, I saw it. It was. Oh, you saw eh. it? Oh, okay. It was. Eh. It was okay, man. Yeah. yeah, I will say that the second one on your list there, Tale of Despero, mm-hmm. my wife is looking forward to tremendously. She's a big because, fan of the book? Yes, she's a huge fan of the book. My wife teaches third grade. And, uh-huh. uh, and so, I read this and, book. And loved the book. I mean, really, truly loved the book. It's a single book. book. It's not like and, a series. Right, exactly. And loves the writer and uh, whose name is alluding Wait, to Wait, aren't the they moment. trying to make a series of books out of them? Or it's just uh, one book? No, it is, it is a single book. <laughs> and Disney will try and make a series of movies out of it after. Uh, it's right. not, it's but, not a Disney film. But it, it's not. It's not. No. Oh. It looks really good, and and even though she says, well, there's a, a lot of things there that she, that are not in the book, it, it carries the theme idea of the book I found book it throughout, to be so. complex yet simplistic at the same time. Like, um, Is that a good thing? A, a complex plot in uh-huh. which they – like the first half hour, they just kept introducing <coughs> characters left okay. and right, and then – Almost too many, and there. I thought that Despero himself was sort of like you not get lost in the shuffle, not actually central oh, to, okay. That's too to bad. the plot. I, and then maybe I missed something or yeah. didn't quite understand what was going but on. But in the book, I've, the parts I've read from it, it's the, the chapters we're in right now in our class is uh, all about the rat. 
There's a lot of stuff right, about the and rat. Then Dustin Hoffman is the rat in the in the film, mm-hmm. and it's really he's really good. And I think as, as we say, the themes are definitely good kid mm-hmm. movie stuff. And so I'm going to take my kids, and my reaction was, I want to, I that I really want to know what they think because sure. uh-huh. I, I thought some of it was there's a lot of creativity. The whole there's a mouse <laughs> world and a rat world within this kingdom, and I like those children's stories that go out of left field. Like everybody's loves this this town for famous for its soup. <laughs> Kind of idea when instead of Christmas is not nearly as important as New Soup Day. <laughs> no soup for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was, and I thought, well, that's kind of a clever. I mean, it's one of those left field things. No yeah. way would I, you know. Wait, I need you to clarify something. Is it what is soup pronounced? Despero or Depero? Despero. Despero. Thank you. At least that's what they're doing. Yeah, in the that's movie. what they're doing. Okay. Yeah, because the kids were trying to tell me it's Depero from no. the French. I Which was, I think technically would be no, it wouldn't be because it's actually one word. If it was D E S, yeah. And oh. then a space, and then Burrow. Okay. That's what you can tell them. I will. I will do okay. that. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so, I was so, trying to tell them it was desperate. And I also saw Valkyrie. So oh, the, how was that? Uh, I kind of liked that. Valkyrie was interesting because even though you certainly know how it ends, uh, Ted Coppolis, the K Fox critic, and I were going like, you know, are we going to spoil it by saying Hitler lived? You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the sequel. And we kind of wondered, like, how many, like, young, <laughs> seriously, when you talk, I don't know about you, if you talk to your students, how many are really aware of what happened in World War II, despite. Well, the, the, actually, they do 20th century. Uh, history during my year, so they just are discovering it. <laughs> okay, so they might go and go, what? You ruined the history class. Uh, but what I didn't understand is how really close to succeeding yeah. the overall plot mm. There was the placement was. of the bomb and the, the heaviness of the but table. Even, but even beyond that, no, there was, there's still, it's really laying out this intricate plot of if, if a couple people had just been perhaps braver and willing to jump the gun and go along with something, it, it's like, it is amazing how close they came besides away from the bomb you know they came to actually overthrowing hitler's government and so that was really intriguing and and like you say tom cruise didn't bother me that much you know he, he, <laughs> that's a great thing to say about your leading man he, he in the movie he's a german but he talks like an american and this is the only I, and i understand brian singer's decision is to say look they're all actually speaking german why would they speak german with german accents yeah so they just went with their natural accents, which would be fine if everybody had the same one. But you've got Bill Nighy, who actually tried, who was Davy Jones in the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, uh, tried is trying to dampen his British accent and try to be a little more American yeah. to match Tom Cruise. You've got Tom Wilkinson, who's just got his British accent. Wait, do they say they're all speaking in German? Or are they just supposed to assume that? Uh, no, it, it begins with actually Tom Cruise writing a letter, in, uh, writing in his journal in, and speaking German. And then it does that like 13th Warrior did it in a couple of movies. No, where it just goes, it just goes really <laughs> close on him and it shows his lyrics. And then, and then there's a, du- a dual, dual voiceover track in German and English. And then the, and then the German fades out. And he's speaking in English, so so they teach the audience German in the first fifteen <laughs> right. seconds of the film. I, we all, we all I, get a babble fish. I, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It is weird. It just leaps out of the screen right. and goes. Go. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, it was it was uh, Valkyrie Hentai, and so um, <laughs> what? I don't know. Babble fish tentacles leaping out. That's what I just came to mind. Uh, wow. But so so the old, and you've got <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys, British actors, and then in the middle of this, now I wish you could Thomas Kreutzmann. So one actual German actor playing a Nazi yeah. who does have a German accent. And so it actually starts to get a little, wait, what? It, how, how am I to feel? I know we've had years and years of this. I'm trying to remember like the in, in the Blue Max with George Pappard. You know, they, they, 
you, all the Germans there spoke English and they had different accents and stuff depending on who they had. Part was American and they had right. British actors. Right, and, right. Yeah, so, so, you know, whatever. But it was a, it was a well, well-made movie and interesting plot. And I, say, I don't know if, how historically accurate it actually was, but it certainly had me suspense, full of suspense, even knowing, yeah, I know they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler, but that was sixty some years ago, sixty three years ago. Yeah, uh, but we get him eventually. Yeah, they, or he gets himself. They, they, yeah, sort of. They, they cover that. Yeah, they do. And so, uh, so yeah. Before we get to TV, let's yeah, sure. Got, we here. We, we've got a new special feature. Hey, <laughs> and this one we're going to try and keep up on a regular Are we? basis. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's that's the attempt. And, and I Doug guess. can actually come down. So let me do that. Also. Doug is here from. Garrett's Games and Geekiness, mm-hmm. our, a podca- our brother podcast, our bro- brother podcast <laughs> that is how many episodes old now? One forty-four was just up. One hundred and forty-four episodes old, weekly. Um, so weekly, like the last there. remaining weekly gaming podcast that after is true. a flurry of them. Yes, and I. I, I trying to. Do the others just slip down like monthly, or uh, are, you, are you just killed or them went all? away? Some, you some, some went away, Did and you roll them? some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my! That's the way he rolls. Uh, no, Being most polite, most of them are biweekly yes. and such like that. So, okay, yeah. so the others exist. You've yes, just, you just. You but just Doug is the only one who does a podcast regularly with his wife on the mic. That is true. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Shelley is a wonderful. She plays games. Accent. She does. <laughs> it's does very she? nice. Yes, she's, she's a very lucky man. Yes, <laughs> she I, I, <laughs> winks as good as a nod to a blind man. Oh shut up. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Monty Python But anyway, we we uh, we asked Doug if he would come on to sure. do a, a series of game reviews, game reviews for fanboys. For fanboys. Well, and and for me, rather than a review, I think that it was nice that we were able to, or three of us were able to sit down and play the game before yeah. we got on the mic, so that we can all talk about it. Yeah. But the game that I wanted to talk about was is Ghost Stories, which Ooh. is a new one coming out from Asmodee and. Wait, what Antoine Bauza. Yeah, Asmodee is oh, Asmodee. the... Oh, Asmodee, okay. Yes. That, I thought you uh, said Asmodee. No, <laughs> Asmodee and Repos. They're a French publisher, primarily. Wait a minute, so we get to play this game before anyone else? No, it is just hitting the market now, oh, okay, so it's so. just really available. So but, it, but a lot of these games do come out yes. overseas first, and then they come over okay, to the U.S. So, yes. so, so where would we would we be able to get this through Amazon, or do you have to go to your local game shop? Amazon may some of Amazon's resellers may have it available that okay. way, but there are a number of uh, game uh, websites online. You so, might even and, find it your friendly local. Yes, games or, game, yeah. definitely uh, check the local. Maybe games even elusive there. comics and games might cover. Elusive it. has a number of games they don't have this one in stock right there are a maybe they will have this recommendation that is possible well and and what's interesting i think about ghost stories is that it is one and now a line of this has really been the year of cooperative games uh you talked about pandemic a couple of weeks ago yep. and that was a cooperative game where you try you're really playing against the game itself everyone at the table yeah exactly and so uh you know that kind of started with there was a game a number of years ago called lord of the rings which uh came out around the time now of the movie seemed, oh okay, and that's why, yeah. right yeah you know that it's fairly and uh, I made a movie based on the game right and 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 so and and another one that came out around that shadows over Camelot which was an Arthurian one and has the possibility of a traitor um 
another game. I'm just going to name off a couple here. Uh, Battlestar Galactica just came out, which is from Fantasy Flight, uh, and it has a, it has a good price point. It's I think about thirty bucks. Wow, um, for really? What it is? Yeah, you can that's get it online cheap. for about thirty. And if you really like Battlestar Galactica, that's another cooperative game. The TV with, series with which with, TV series yes, though? The, is it the classic? No, no, the the current TV the series current TV with series. the and the the nice thing about that game, like the previous shadows you have the possibility at the beginning that somebody's a cylon and then you have s- possible sleeper agents as well it's which happens so that's uh it's even in his name there you go uh though i will say that ghost stories is probably my favorite of the cooperative games because okay. number one it is a difficult game to beat which i think is important for a cooperative i think game. we proved that this evening yes we yeah, we, we, did. we were decimated by ghosts did you lose? We didn't die though. We were just overrun. Yeah, yeah. Did we get run yeah. out of town? I, I don't know how that works, but we were haunted. We were, we're haunted. haunted. Did yeah. you not assassinate Hitler? We did not. Oh. No. <laughs> and so, but the it's nice because everybody at the table has their own little power. There's, uh, you have ghosts that are you just wave I had a superpower, Lon. You did wave after wave of ghosts coming out and that get turned over and place and affect the board that you're dealing with. And um, the only way that everybody can win is there is an incarnation of Wu Fei, which is like the Uber Ghost, and that is ten cards from the bottom of this really we didn't heavy, last that long we, though, to be fair. we were 15 ghosts away from even getting there and Dog you have to kill Adam. that guy off before uh the, you can win and otherwise you can die or be overrun by ghosts and we were overrun by ghosts i think considering the alternatives i i was happy just being overrun yeah <laughs> Wait, what, what's the difference what is what happens when they just overrun you well you lose either way okay yeah but you're not dead so, but you're alive and possessed. We'd, we'd, or we would die or? individually. The, so, uh, the village is taken over by ghosts, and that's what you're trying to prevent. Oh, okay. It, so there's a fair amount of there's there's the cards that come out showing of the ghosts. The ghosts have different effects when they come out, mm-hmm. and then there's die rolls that uh, we use to fight the ghosts, which exactly, we can modify yeah. with things we gain during the game. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And and there's the ghosts are of different colors, so when you're trying to fight them, you're trying to roll these dice with colors on it. Yeah, now honestly, these are the more complex than, say, you know, you play Clue or Masterpiece. Yes. Most people think of as the board games, and, and possibly probably a lot of people listening to us. I mean, there's, what age range would you say? What, does this say? Well, the, like bo- the, box, the box has a 12-plus age range on it. Okay. Um, I, I think that you could uh, play with kids who are... You know, 10, <laughs> 10, 11, 12 probably is about and the not range that you want to. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so basically, w- smarter, nerdy kids that are there you 10 go. and but 10 I'd like you to look around at this table, Lon, <laughs> <laughs> and see who you're with. Yeah, smarter, nerdy Try to kids. imagine us at the age of 10. You could handle that. And I think we all pretty much look yeah. the same. Yes. Yeah, I'm dressed a little better. I was yeah. in velour when I was 10, but other than that. <laughs> One well, of the thanks. things that's interesting about this one um, is that it is a cooperative game. So if you're playing with multiple yeah. people, you're playing against the, everyone against the board. But you can play it solitaire, too. You can, exactly. So you can play against the board yourself. So you can yourself. play with yourself, then. You can play yes. with yourself. Okay. Yes. What? It's a one-person game, too? Yes. Yeah, you set it up the same way we did, but then at the other players, you can activate and try and use their powers and go around. So it's pretty cool. Perfect. No more lonely nights, Derek. 
So you could. No, they're still lonely because now I'm playing with plastic. Isn't that a little lonelier? But what's interesting <laughs> about this is then if you Don't if you bought this game and you you wanted to learn it, you could learn it as a solitary game and you could play through it and learn mm-hmm. the rules. And, mm-hmm. and then when you had to teach it to somebody else, it was always easier for people to pick up the game by being taught than saying, "Oh, here's the rule book, read it." And we'll <clears> right, right, play. definitely, right. Yeah. Um, and certainly easier than the 403B uh, workshop I had today. So you know, thank you for that. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> um, but. Now, what about this uh, the cooperative game? What do you think is about this upswing in cooperative gaming? Was it that gamers were fighting too much amongst themselves, hurting each other? It, it, it's interesting. No, I think that games just kind of come in waves. And so uh, they are either come in themes or they come with a particular mechanic. So this would be a mechanic. So you, you have uh, you know a game design so, and people pick up on, oh, I've got – this game that I've been thinking about, and now they start working it, and it comes out after. Okay. Game it's also a. more social. Than, yeah. Oh, than definitely. Games. So you're all when you're all fighting the game, it's more like a little. You're having well, a party. Certainly, it certainly was a yeah. lot more interactive. Right. Than, yes, I'm not keeping stuff from right. you. I'm encouraging you. It's yeah. Uh, no, you were keeping stuff. From I was me. keeping I stuff from you. I'm sorry, but that's always <laughs> what's going on. One thing that I that I think I did unfortunately too much of is I was kind of directing Drinking. the game more than I. No, I was grateful. Should have, I'm, a, so. I'm a lame uh, gamer. But so. we would we, that would tail off as we played more. If we yeah. played another game, yeah. we might have lasted you know another ghost. Or two, it would be maybe. Great. Yeah, it was all my not, fault. Not, no, no, it was really yeah. Adam's fault. That is true. Adam was, was the horrible, horrendous dice roller. Oh, I need four blue. I get no blue. <laughs> <laughs> huh. He just and needed all, one. Blue and there's one only time. three colors. Yeah. <laughs> He's horrible. over there laughing. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> uh, it's, He's banned from the podcast. <laughs> I just think it, it's as a. a the artwork is really beautiful on it. Yeah. It's uh, you know anime style artwork it was, on the it game. It was cool. And I, I like say the, the theme. The theme ties into fanboys for the Chinese uh, Waxa mm-hmm. style action film, which most people would be resp- would be somewhat aware of through um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, sure. Um, you know that's the re- the average person, and there must be a couple of average people. There are a lot of, I mean, there are a lot of mores out of that. Like the hopping vampire is 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 directly out of yeah. those, and they had you know these mm-hmm. are these are things that you see in those older mm-hmm. films, mm-hmm. Yeah. and in an episode of uh, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. So okay, yeah, all right, they had a hopping vampire week. It was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> part of the stunt, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, so good, Doug. We yeah, so it's it's a game that I would definitely recommend. Uh, What's it called again? Into. It's called Ghost Stories, and it's available at your friendly local game store. Or you might pick it up there. Yeah. Thought Hammer and Fun Gate, again. Are these Gateplay? Gateplay dot com is local if you're to the Bay Area. <laughs> and uh, they deliver really, Gate, you, yeah. Gateplay. Gateplay. And they deliver very quickly. Very quickly area. if you're in the Bay Area. Awesome. Definitely. Okay. So, yeah. Can I add something to the game uh, segment? Absolutely. Oh, you got any toys this week? No, we actually did. Uh, remember when we were talking? I think it was maybe the last podcast or the podcast before. I had asked if there was a home version of the match game. Yes. I was in uh, Toys R Us a week ago, and they just put out a th- it's like a three disc set or whatever. It's a uh, a DVD version of it, so you can play along with Gene Rayburn and all the other people. And you can do the match game wow. in DVD style. Wait, wow. Gene Rayburn is actually on the. Well, they they take the old footage oh, from the, uh, wow. the old game. That's the only way to I'd do it. I'd actually check that out. So, yeah. That was a game show host who managed to combine 
charm and disturbing lechery, and yet yes. still be charming about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you have to match the celebrities from right. the 70s or whatever that was. So. Right. That was the 70s. There are, there are very few of these DVD games that I would actually go out and get. Because I, for me, board games are about getting you away from the TV mm, and so right, on. Right. But that that one actually sounds kind of fun because it's... It, well, like I know, said, it was throwback. like a three-pack. It also came with... Uh, Two other games, I forget what they were, but the only one I noticed Joker's was Joker's Wild. Game. Win, place, or draw. Joker. I don't Joker know. Joker and a triple. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember that. I can remember, actually, that show frightened me. Let me tell you something about Joker's uh-huh. Wild, which was awesome. And I always remember this being like six years old, and somebody got a question and said, what was, what was the, secret, the secret identity, uh, the Martian name of Detective John Jones's you know, what was his Martian name for the Martian Manhunter? And I couldn't believe it. Six, you're asking about the Martian Manhunter? <laughs> <laughs> who the heck knew who the Martian Manhunter Derek was? Derek did. Well, I, I did. Actually, you know what? I didn't. I, it was like a whole new. It, you know, that's the, the, again, that's you had the gotten the encyclopedia at that point. I, I gotten that great comic book Heroes from by Jules Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, and certainly knew too, I was many, looking through that too many superheroes that nobody else knew. Yeah. You know, um, and Martian Manhunter was new to me. It was like awesome to you know. Which well, let's segue into TV. This is why I'm loving Brave and the Bold for using such bizarre heroes to team up. Didn't with, they though? With uh, with I, mean, I I dislike and perhaps do you watch Brave and the Bold, Doug? I'm sorry, no, I have not. Okay, well, it's a, it's a it's an animated series for. Oh, no, children. I have been enjoying your discussions. On okay, it, so I know that much. Okay, so the Red Tornado, who is an android. Who did the voice of him? Do you know? I missed it because I, I actually that watched. That sounds it vaguely too. familiar. I mean, I remember that guy from my childhood. Okay. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. he's red and he makes yeah. tornadoes. Very simple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very simple concept. Very straightforward. Uh, but <laughs> because, of course, he's a soulless, yeah. emotionless android. What do they give him as a secret identity job? Teacher. Teacher. Oh God. <laughs> they show archaeologist. him archaeologist. That is just so an wrong. archaeology teacher professor and. And and they give him he's even lecturing essentially like this and if you tell and <laughs> she's like what is this Christmas spirit you speak of and so while on the one hand I was thrilled this week was the Christmas episode yeah uh, so and the red tornado wants to know what the Christmas spirit is a couple of very bizarre things happened with this episode uh, one clearly first of all it was probably one of the best I've seen yet go ahead it was a, it, I really liked the episode and yet it was the least appropriate for children that oh, they had weird. oh yeah okay because one they clearly wanted to use either the Joker but couldn't because of the Dark Knight or or Toy Man but they can't because apparently Toy right. Man's going to be on Smallville right so they combined the two characters into one into a new villain named Funhouse who was just disturbing. The creepiest thing. <laughs> so, but he also So had, they ended up with something almost creepier than they would have had if they'd used that either face, of the other That two. face is made to show up in a child's <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> but, but he had Toy Man's costume. He had, from he, the had just, much, he had one of the Toy Man. Super one of the different and the Toy Joker's yeah. attitude. And the Joker's attitude. Absolutely. But he Yikes. was a lot buffer. Um, and then, so yes, and I had to explain that, all the, the evil action figures that come to life. But then they tie this into, and I did. I were it really came out of left field for me, except that I thought, all right, Batman probably doesn't enjoy Christmas that much because right. of all the Christmases is without his parents. Right. But they make it worse, and yet better if you're a parent. Do you have small children, Doug? No, thankfully. Oh, okay, yes, oh, no? dogs. Just dogs. <laughs> well, if you need them to behave, show them this episode because um, they. Oh, sh- they show him. They show. They wait, show wait, the, wait, the origin. They show that. Um, First of all, he opens a present. First, as a young tor- child. Tornado, as a child. Red Tornado gives him a mug. No, gives no, Batman no, no. a mug. That, that was the first thing, okay, was the yeah. mug. World's greatest detective. World's greatest detective. Which then my son tries to logically, because he can't read what it says. He says, 
it's what he's always wanted, isn't it? <laughs> so he's just going saying, no, it says world's greatest detective. And they flash to, at, at eight, he's shaking the present, detecting what the present is. And it's the action, he thinks it's the action figure he wants. He opens it up, and it's a nutcracker that Thomas Wayne's father had given to him when he was heirloom. Bruce's age. So it's the family heirloom, which Bruce, the ungrateful little brat, picks up, throws against the wall, and breaks. Ooh. So to make up for Bruce's attitude... They take him to see the Mark of Zorro <laughs> on Christmas night and walk into an alley and get shot and killed. <laughs> but they did that so oh, artistic. They well, said, done vaguely tastefully. They did. Because to set the scene, they walk out of the theater. They say, well, we hope that made up for not for disappointing you with our okay. family heirloom. And Bruce is still a little pissed. He's still a little bratty. And so they walk so down the moral this. Is, no, they walk down the dark <laughs> alley and they walk into darkness and you don't see anything and then you see two flat. Bang! Flash a light. Bang! Flash a no, light. No, it was really it was, well done for kids. That's as close as you can come. It was really well done. Except that the thing is, by making it Christmas. Yes. On the flip side, oh, the positive horrible. side of this is, you say, see, if you're bratty to us, <laughs> we will be dead by Christmas. So you'd better be good and well-behaved children. Oh my! Or you'll grow up to be the Batman. <laughs> Which, my son might think that's pretty cool. Well, if that's the trade-off. Uh, <laughs> the world gets Batman. But uh, other than that, it was a great episode. Yeah. And the Red Tornado does learn the Christmas spirit in a, in a, in a somewhat unpredictable and so does, fashion. And so does Batman. And so does Batman. And it was, a, it was a touching episode. I was still just bothered by, I like it, but here it is. It's the yeah. first time we've actually, as a family, including my wife, sat down and watched an episode of Brave and the Bold because she knows, you know, she I guess she watched it with Luke, and I showed him at Thanksgiving, the Plastic Man one, which Plastic Man's funny. Oh, this is really great. We still have the Aquaman one banked. We said, here's a special. We'll do the Christmas one. You know, because it's a weekend of Christmas specials. Was mm. she like afterwards going, never again? again. <laughs> <laughs> no, her big, big reaction, and I'm sure other people have this, is she goes, it's Oswald. She can't get over Diedrich Bader oh, the from voice. the Drew Carey show. As um, Batman, and she goes, it's oh. just, he's so goofy, he's so goofy, and I'm like, but he's, he's such a perfect kid's Batman. It's, oh, it, you know what, it, it, I, I, just, awesome. I think the show's great, but I thought my, if you're listening, Mr. Part, Bader, love you. The best part, I thought, was the gift, you know, it's like, what do you give Batman, you know what I mean? Right. It was so and he gave him lame the and so appropriate like, at the world's same time. greatest detective. <laughs> I thought that was such a great gag. There are a lot of good gags on the episode that I thought were just good, like, A, written well, but then also thrown in for fanboys. Like, you know, of the part, and it's not really spoiling anything, but he blows up at the end, and it's like kind of a running joke now with the Red Tornado that any time oh, yeah. he and gets And yet, in, that's how he's learning what Christmas is about, is the sacrifice for everyone else. You right. know, Batman's going, don't push yourself, don't push yourself. Oh, he's yourself. a Christ figure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, he came back as a little baby in a manger. Exactly. And, uh, well, it's funny because actually the Red Tornado got that costume with the arrows, with the yellow arrows, in the Justice League Christmas story. When they, they who killed Santa Claus was uh, Black Canary gave him the suit at the end of at the end because he Christmas wasn't quite story. so splashy before. He was that. just he was a cape, just he was a, a purple cape and, and a red body, and that was yeah. it. And so she said, "You're kind of dull." So in '70s fashion, you got this costume with all these arrows, arrows. and circles all over the place. Ooh, I don't know what arrows have to do with the Red Tornado except they spin this way. <laughs> Spinner arrows. <laughs> Just in case you're going to get started. Red hand, red. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, it's it, a twister. It, <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going. Good, good, good. Uh, so, uh, you yeah. know what, though? Come to think of it, though, that, 
The part where the, the robot Santas were chasing the children. That was disturbing. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't really that great an episode for kids. But then The two kids in the sleigh and the Santa sitting in the now, back and his eyes see, start glowing red. I still haven't seen the Aquaman one, but I thought I thought the Blue Beetle one and the, and the Plastic Man one were great for little kids. It was exactly that. Yeah. You captured that feeling. As I Didn't showed Blue the Beetle, Blue Beetle started at the beginning of this yeah, one, too. Yeah, and I he? love that, that format of the show yeah. of having a pre-credit team up with a different superhero. Yeah. So you really... But I, and I like that they brought I back... I can't oh, wait I to see what they're going to do with Buona Beast. I am so the, excited for Buona Beast. Who pre-credit team up? I missed it. It was Blue Beetle. Blue, oh, on this Blue, one? Yeah. 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 So... And all the superheroes apparently live in Gotham City because they say something about that. There's the invasion of, of this flying saucers, and the only superhero around to save the city is Batman. But that wasn't Gotham City, was it? That was like a small town outside of. Well, and apparently Batman just goes where you it's know a happens to be there. It's a <laughs> it's a borough because you know Alfred was in the episode, so I figured it couldn't have been too yeah, far. Yeah, couldn't from, have gone that far. You know, so uh, that that was fun. Big Bang Theory this week. Okay, I, do I have to, I'll walk away. Ever. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's just I we can do a non spoiler. Non spoiler. It, uh, I, I mean, the ending, okay, it just has probably one of the best Big Bang Theory endings ever, I think. Yeah, I said the funniest last five minutes the show has ever had. Yeah. I and was, I was, just and I don't think wow. the guy's nominated for an Emmy or a Golden Globe, but is, it, he, oh, but you know, too bad. It, well, because it's Sheldon. No, yes, Sheldon's the tall, yeah, yeah. the tall one. Sheldon is such an, incredibly unique character and the last five minutes of this episode really highlighted and the fact and he just inhabits that so well like I've been watching the Spin City DVDs and everybody talks about what a great sitcom king Michael J. Fox is and it's like yeah. but there's nothing all that different about what I mean Michael J. Fox knew, knew how to spin knows he's still alive knows how to spin a line and make it funny and knows how to do a yeah. bit but it's all but it's always the same yeah I really hate to think that that guy is anything like that in real life because that's just a little sad. But he does <laughs> such an amazing – he has such an amazing physicality. I would give you, I'll give you a scene to prove that point. When, he, when he's been told that he can't speak, he's his larynx is and, and, he's, and he's standing there with a computer and he does the – and the little hiney would be nice and then <laughs> yeah. he corrects it and then she looks back. And he does this kind of off – Embarrassed, kind of off kilter head, yeah. eyes up. He's just if he. Well, then you have to watch this week's Big, Big Bang because the ending of that is like the physicality in that is just like, <laughs> of course, that's absolutely perfect for the character, but oh my god, <laughs> it's yeah. just it was just so funny. Yeah. So it was a Christmas. It's the what do they call the bath gift uh, scenario? Even... Is the title of the episode? I'll watch it tonight. He just has to get you know, yeah. It, it was very funny. Heroes came to its as we're getting a lot of right now this week. Right is the is the half season finales of yeah. shows. Uh, so Heroes came to an end this week. Or so do end. you want to go first? Or I, we're going to fight on this one. I know again. Still um, all right, Doug. Let's sit back. Let's have a side conversation. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Okay. I find this working very well. So people are actually pretty amused that. by <laughs> this when people are not allowing lawn. You know, okay, go ahead. What? Why don't you go first? Okay, so the one thing that I I, I didn't care for this about this much was all the kind of saw-like situations that Siler was putting everyone into the the that was pretty dumb i didn't i didn't particularly care for that the uh, the whole locked house and you know aspect what? here's of the it. problem with that with that well let's let's address that first Siler was accusing all these oh you are monsters just like me and blah, blah blah and nobody disagreed like nobody decided to just go you know like nobody challenged him back like you know what I got faults, but you're a killer. You do, you know what I mean? Like everybody just kind of got quiet and was like, "Oh, he's right." 
He's right. I am a monster. Well, you know what I mean? It was well, kind of one of those. Spock. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they accepted it that much. But they were. Uh, it they just were definitely felt sitting. like so. Like, dude, you've first of all, you know this guy very intimately now, and it's like mouth. I mean, like, why? Where was the like? Nobody really said anything. It was just like. Oh, he's been messed with. I mean, he he's definitely been messed with through his right, life. But nobody through, tries the, through this to, season. Everything. So. But he's made his own choices, too, as to how he's going to react. The whole thing with Right, with and nobody and ever L said that. It's like nobody yeah. ever said, you know, you make your own choices, too. And no, yeah. I just felt like it was... So he's, it's, it's, it is a kind of typical thing for the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, we saw it you know, you see in Dark Knight. I mean, the bad guy wants to make the good guy prove that he's no better than... Yeah, but we're talking two different... I mean, that actually handled it with decent dialogue. But let's go back to Heroes. So what else? So you had like, the... You had the... I did like... Ando's, I think that Ando's new powers and the whole thing of bringing the, the speedster girl around to Flash. That, that she flashed? No. What's, what, is, what is the Flash's power? Super, super speed. speed. What, can, what else can he do with that super speed? Travel through time. Exactly, if he can go fast enough. Now, the super speed girl couldn't go fast enough. Ando took the serum to give himself a power. It couldn't quite do the time travel that he were trying for something to be able to go back in time to rescue a hero instead he becomes an amplifier of powers so he touched um, parkman and parkman all of a sudden could hear everyone's thoughts you know, all over the Did world we already have a power amplifier no we have a power dampener in the jamaican oh the haitian the, 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 the haitian so ando has he gets what all about s- the dominican sparky <laughs> he wants my money <laughs> dominican lou yeah um, so Ando and the Speedster girl take <coughs> off and rescue Hero, and I like that scene. Okay, let, let's stop right there because a I think his power as the amplifier was cool. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting concept. But then basically their theory is, and here was the problem with that whole episode: every solution to every major problem they came up with in two seconds and then solved it in three seconds. You know, it's like he's sitting there going. I'm an amplifier. If I amplify our speed, we can go back in time and rescue Hero. All right, cool, let's do it. Hey, we did it. It's over. But it's I thought like, that there was, didn't they establish that the power serum would give you kind of what you were grasping for, which you were. I don't to, know, maybe. But here's my thing: is so okay. You might Suresh be su- wanted to turn into the fly or no? It's different. I mean, Suresh doesn't have a. Okay. But here's my point, though. Okay, just because you can run fast enough to go through time doesn't mean you should. Well, it also means great responsibility. It also means how if you've never done it before, how do you know to go to what exact spot and pick up whoever? You know what I mean? We don't know how many times they overshot that thing either. Too that all. That's (laughs) all. I mean, that's that'd be funny. (laughs) That's a giant. We came back with not that one. (laughs) That's a giant suspension of disbelief. (laughs) I don't know. It was just kind of lame. I don't. I I didn't. It didn't bother me that much. Yeah, I thought that was like, you know, they came up with this wacky idea on their own. And Wait there was a minute, no... I've, I've, got a, I've got part of the Alternate Universe Fanboy Planet podcast this week in which Heroes uh, spent time trying to figure out those powers, and Lon Lopez is currently complaining that they took too long <laughs> so, to figure, figure out, out their how powers. to rescue Hero. There All right, you go. Have <laughs> you seen it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, when you watch it, you tell me if you found okay. it Well, now I've been sullied. I enjoyed a <laughs> part that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. I enjoyed the hero on the on the flagpole bit where he's trying to get... That was cool. He's getting back Although, the But pole. here's the other problem. So they're creating the side story of, like, Heroes figured out a way to right all his wrongs By destroying in the, the past, formula. but then the speedster chick comes and blows that whole storyline, and so it's like, oh, Right, well. he said, he said you, you took me out right, just Right, but it was just kind of one of those things where it was like, why... So you just It was another thing where you can't whole... really change the past. 
But then they they went ahead and they got the formula and the president destroyed it. So. Mm, okay, I'll give you that. Um, no. Shut up. No. No. Stupid rumor. No. Any. Uh, thank you. This once again brings out the 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 point that anytime you are reading a rumor about the third Batman film casting until Christopher Nolan says what he's going to do. Right. It ain't happening. I heard it's Jack Black as Bane. I've heard that Rachel Weiss was going to be Catwoman is a serious rumor. What article? Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, especially if it's a British oh, newspaper. The sun. Yeah, they're, oh, they're the, credible. The, they're yeah. absolutely... Benny Hill is going to be hey, Toy Man. Hey, hey, Anna, just go to page three. It's because he's dead. He's You'll dead. find <laughs> what you want on page three of the sun. I also okay, didn't okay like, let's go back to the only page three. Page three, okay, girls. Heroes. I also didn't like at the end where the whole place is blowing up and Peter needs an escape. He's like, God, I got to get out of here. There's one vial of serum. Choop, puts it in his foot or puts it in his leg. Two seconds right. later, I can fly. And he flies out of the thing because it was like, that's exactly what the story needed at an exact moment. I and it will, just made absolutely yeah, no uh, sense. Welcome to comic books. Well, no, but I will admit, I will, I will admit, no, I'm not caught up. I haven't watched past the second episode so far this this season. But you know, Tim Kring was again at that screenwriters expo and said that people should stop being up, being concerned about that Irish girl that Peter trapped in the future. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That they're just never going to ru- rescue her, and they're never going to mention her again. And yet. Dude, that was a pretty important part of the second season. Mm-hmm. And one it, of the reasons why I stopped watching, because the second season got so lame. Well, there you go. Oh, sorry. And then, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to bring it down. So yeah, and sorry, then yeah, they yeah. spend all this time. No, no. Once again, we're working on our second book. They spend all that time <laughs> talking about the Marine and developing his powers and everything uh, else. I love that. And the, I, I love the, that. The Marine is the center, center, central part of the web, of the webisodes that He's are starting no, the, the, he's, he's he's about ready to go out on his mission. What? And he and somebody comes up behind and breaks his neck. I just love that because that's the way life happens. <laughs> Derek, are you planning on catching up? I on am it? planning on catching up. So please know what catch you, up on it and then get back to us. And you could be the tiebreaker. I don't know. I I, I don't know whose love I want to abjure more. <laughs> You're right. Because I just I I mean honestly, it just. I, I don't know. It sounds to me so like there unbalanced. are things about this season that would do it, but really, when I find myself with time, it's like I'm actually catching up on Fringe and really enjoying Fringe. Um, and Chuck, man, I just love Chuck. And so I've it's been like I haven't, Chuck. I haven't really been yeah. finding time for Heroes, it's, and nor the urge. Did you watch the season ender for Chuck? I have not the, yet. The mid season ender? No, all, all I saw was Big Bang Theory. It was very good. It was, it was very good. Yeah, worth okay, seeing. I, I'm excited. Chuck. I love yeah. Chuck. Yeah. I love it. Anyway. Sometimes they go too heavily on the comic relief. I think I'm but, fine with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, just, I mean, it is a little, it is a little yeah. silly, but but I but I like the character interaction. I find it funny, mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Anyway, uh, and what else? Do we, oh, that's oh my gosh, we've reached the end. Uh, so if you have any questions, comments, holiday uh, greetings, holiday greetings. You want more Doug Garrett. As we know, oh as we know, we're going to get a lot of letters asking for more uh, compliments, whatever. Write to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Woo-hoo. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. No, I'm it, Lon Lopez. <laughs> okay, and, and of I, course... I'm Doug Garrett from Garrett's Games of Geekiness. And we thank Doug for coming in tonight. And boy, you are a patient, patient man to put up with us in our idiocy, except for Rick. I, I understand why Rick's your friend. And I understand why the rest of us aren't. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, and I'm Rick Brett Snyder. No, you're my friend, but you're and a patient And I'm reminding man. you to use your powers only for good. Ho, ho, ho.
And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Mike, talk, Derek. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have it close enough to me. There we go. There you go. Is, is that better? Yeah. It's a better? little better, but I've already turned you on. Uh, okay. I mean, it's maybe a short one. I mean, we, well, we have the special. Look at me. Yes. Now talk. I'm mesmerized <laughs> by your face. There we are, yes. I can hear him now. <laughs> you take instructions so well. Look at me. Now talk. I can't do both at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Talk. I am digesting criticism right now, Rick. I want a little we alone. Can see it's a savory it. dish, isn't it? <laughs> Not really, no. It reminds me of uh, cilantro. I don't know why you are so... Try, keep talking. Am I too hot? Is that what's the... No. I'm hearing it, is it too low? What, I, yeah. Hmm. See uh, if that... Do I have the bad cord? Uh, now you're fine. Okay. It's when you enunciate, I think. What? <laughs> if you enunciate, you are heard. Did yeah, you watch Brave and the Bold great. last nice. Friday? Uh, I still haven't watched the Aquaman one, but I did... Yes, thank With you. The Red Tornado. Oh, Holy I watched the Red Tornado crap. too. Crap! Yeah. Let's save it. Let's talk about it. On All right. right, yeah. Great. Save it. Save okay. it. Save it. We'll <laughs> that talk. Was scary. We'll talk games. <laughs> we'll talk some little games. We've got, we got Doug here. We got a letter. We did another letter. We got a letter. Did from they praise Stephanie Rodriguez? No, she. Well, she might have. Okay. Did that guy who you were ripping on last week? Because didn't rip on him. Lawn ripped on him. Oh, okay. I didn't that's rip on him. A That's why Lawn shows you, love. You changed his name every single time you said it. Oh, I do that to everybody. I don't know if you know this, but Lon's yes. kind of a dick. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> no. It's just a persona because, he puts on because, while he's awake. Because a year ago, some guy wrote it and said, I like Lon's like the sandpaper. So I'm trying to explain to him that there's there's fine grain, <laughs> and then there's just fucking obnoxious boulders that you don't want to. <laughs> but yeah. yet, I'm the one who keeps getting the fan mail. So it's okay. I Whatever. know, because you know what? Our society is all assigned to. You know, I had a good line. And I thought it was win. a really good line. And yeah, nobody, go nobody said, I said, it's, Lon's kind of a dick, but it's just a persona he puts on while he's awake. Yes, I liked it. I, I heard it. Like I, but I, it. I, I was being, I was I being kind and, st- and, and staying I, with Derek because he was I'm continuing needy. to talk. <laughs> We're all needy, Rick. That's my what, God. That's what's making I'm this. Not. You know what they this, say when you have to explain you? a joke? Yeah. <laughs> You're not needy? I clean my own kitchen today, so. Oh, well. They say people hate you. Is that it? You know, uh, as we're winding down 2008, <laughs> okay, we're getting needier and crankier. We all need a two-week Indeed. vacation. I'm and I'm on it, oh, baby. God, this was my last it? day, of, last work day of the year. Oh, nice, well yeah. done, sir. What about so no, you. no? We other, got two more, two more, two, two more. more. We can I don't make know it. if I can make we it. Can make I don't it. know if Friday, I can make it. Friday, Friday's a, Friday, we're just blowing off, aren't you? I'm having an educationally festive experience in my classrooms. Drama, yeah. Tomorrow is. We have a short day. So they have them write an ode to food. They have to write an ode. <laughs> and then if the food shows up, I won't ask any questions because we're told we can't have parties. So. Oh, you know, I just call it an education. And they all complain. And then, and then several of them complain. We have to write about food. Are you missing the point of this? <laughs> 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 they, 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 the, the clue to right again, over their heads. Again, I have a bunch of students that if you handed them a bag of gold, they'd go, it's in burlap. It's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's too heavy. Can you take some of this back? Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So. No other comic-y stuff, though? I There's like not we're a lot. Neglecting. It's kind of the end of the... What do you want to talk about? What have you read besides Guy? Uh, I just read the new... I, knew, I read the funeral for Janet Van Dyne. Well, you put oh. that Spider-Man noir back on the shelf. 
Oh yeah, you want to talk Marvel Noir? Oh yeah, let's talk Marvel Noir. And the uh, and that that Superman cover, the D- DC oh, the... Holiday Special, or oh, yeah, Holiday, holiday Special. There we go. That's what see, I, that's why I'm here, guys. These, I mean, I don't even read the well, damn books. These, these were guys, in, like, these were in my mail to him. This Doug, afternoon. you know, we really enjoy actually having an Thank outsider. You. Thank this you. is what happened when Josh Dysart came in because Josh, who is a comic book writer, said, I, I, he says, I, I, "I listen to the show, guys." I said, "I'd be a terrible guest because I don't know anything about comics." And then he pretty much I said, "No, I know you're going to dominate the conversation." And he was the best. one of the best shows ever. <laughs> it was, I, I, I'm not guaranteeing because he's, ever because he's, he's great. He can only say you know if he if he gets a little too levit you know light he goes. I spent a month in Uganda. <laughs> you know, so I don't have any any anecdotes. Like I that. was I researching. Know. I spent I spent a week among the tribes and <laughs> watching the genocide and it's horrible. And then I went and visited the tranny hookers in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, Woo! Roller coaster. Josh around. is a great guest. I'd like to have Josh yes. back on. It'd be nice to have yes. him back up here. Thanks. Okay. I'm on now, and you're already wanting another guest. No, that's great. No. Thanks a lot. Dear. I'm Portuguese. Okay. I can't help and it. Who's, <laughs> and who's the dick? Right. Okay. Oh my. It's just it's a little dick dust right. for you. It's gonna be, don't rub dick off. Just sounds dick. so Lopez is like it's like Dicker Bell. Uh. <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, the outtakes uh. are gonna be fun. <laughs> Dicker Bell. Dicker Bell. Really? That, was, that was very I, good. I must say. And I'm the good. juvenile. Okay. Uh, Again, I work. I think I I'm a little at, hot. I work you at are, your level, so you'll hot. understand me. Yeah. Uh, that's me. Why am I turning me down? You don't get any better. Yeah, way. turn me on. I mean down. <sighs> oh, don't sigh, dicky gut dust, whatever you said. <laughs> Love how he sighed. Oh, my God, he made such a terrible joke. But I made dick dust joke, and I'm so much more intelligent. He's still, he's still pretty hot. The, um, yeah, well, he will be until he calms down, and I've, okay. I've got to turn myself back up now because I was adjusting myself trying uh, to get him to go down, which is very frustrating. Did you bring the syringe? I... Shh. We like that moment in Fringe. Uh, I just cut over that hello? part in Fringe yeah, where he. Did you turn me down? Because then I can't hear me. I can't hear You're him at three. all. You're three. You're three. That's what I'm doing. Okay, dude, what are you doing? I'm I'm, I'm, do I'm forty three. Once so. Now usually it's one, two, three, four, and now you're two here. Am is, I? Yes, you're two. Well, you, wow. you plugged him in. I didn't plug anything in. I know. Hang on just a second. So keep talking, Doug. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. Okay. Keep talking. I'm, t- I'm still talking. I, well, there, there I go. am. Yeah, yeah. Two, yes. three. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. You told me that I was three. I, I yes, remember that. Yes. yes. Uh, what number am I? You're two. Because I'm still hot. Hot. Hello. Yeah, yeah. now you're good. Hey. Maybe, you want to take, maybe you want to take off your sweatshirt. No, yeah. I meant my, my, my... You are number one, by the hello. way. Hello. Let's hear mm. Derek now. You have a voice like chocolate, Doug. That's pretty good. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's a nice comfort. I can go. I can slip into it. You and I. We're get, ready to go. We should, we'd probably have a spinoff show. Yeah, here we, we go. Some fantastic. The double D's. <laughs> this is the double D's. <laughs> wow. And we're wishing. Lon and it's a Colin show. We're wishing. We're wishing. Lon <laughs> Hello, Lopez ladies. It's the double D's if for Lon, you. If Lon ever has trouble sleeping, we'll just uh, do a special broadcast just for Lon. <laughs> right. A little relaxed. Here we go. Yeah. We're going to touch him in a funny place right Where's now. Where's Goodson when I need him? <laughs> <laughs> These are words wow. I thought I'd never wow. hear. <laughs> There's a sound clip I'll be keeping. <laughs> wow. Woohoo! Okay, are we ready to go? Oh, we are ready. Okay. Are you ready, big man? Oh, you're talking? Oh, me? Uh, yeah, sure. That's what I call you every week. Oh, thanks. I don't have a complex. Yeah, but yeah. Well, let's do a sound check, check. then. I might not need to be a little louder because I don't have my voice today. No, you're you're you're. you're I got my soda. You're booming. Yeah. 
Okay, how about some movies? Oh, Lon went off to the broken men's room. Don't do it! It's not working. Don't. He's kidding. Okay. He's kidding. Oh, he's getting tissue because he's, he's a little sad. So let's talk about movies. Timba. Uh, <laughs> there's trouble on the other side of the jungle. Tantor. Tantor. Uh, oh, Shep. Uh, so the Wolverine trailer was made available online this week. <laughs> that moment where there's, like, during the, there's like one shot where I think that Brian Singer just wasn't paying attention. He shot over Tom Cruise's shoulder, and you can – I don't know this is going to be a visual, but that Tom Cruise thing where he shakes his head laughing. <laughs> and But from the back – You look like George Bush doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, I look more like George Bush than Tom Cruise. So. Thanks. Might have to take <laughs> off my shoe. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. Uh, nice yeah. reference, Lon. That was yeah, good. you know, our vice president, let me be political for a moment. Our vice president basically goes on a talk show, uh, on a news show, and admits to okaying, knowing and okaying war crimes this week. And the real outrage is a reporter threw a shoe at our president. That's why, yeah. That's yeah. why he did it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy but, was hired to take but the, the heat criminal, off By the way, right. the criminal was the guy who threw the shoe, yeah. not the guy that okayed the slaughter of thousands of citizens. Uh, so, <clears throat> we're going to edit that out, right? Yeah, right. I think yeah, we're back. <laughs> I think we're going to have to. I'm sorry. But anyway, Valkyrie was interesting because. Uh, just a second. <laughs> Speaking of work. Just a second. Now, Valkyrie. Valkyrie was interesting because even though you certainly know how it ends. Uh, Oh, that's oh my gosh! We've reached the end. That's good because I got to pee. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! We've reached the end. Uh, so if you, I'm Derek McCaw, editor chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Lon Lopez, and I have a full bladder. <laughs> and the sound that of <laughs> people deflating right now. <laughs> no, I'm Lon Lopez. <laughs>